podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. If you're snacking on anything but tasty cake, you're making a huge miss cake. A fistful of chocolate-covered raisins, miss cake. A spoonful of peanut butter, bigger miss cake. Or the worst miss cake of all, your kids' Halloween candy. And it's May. If it's not tasty cake, it's a miss cake because nothing satisfies like a perfectly sweet butterscotch crimpet or rich and creamy chocolate peanut butter candy cake. Tasty cake. Accept no substitutes. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at six, a new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at six on NBC4, working for you. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Fatback 4. I just heard the feedback there. <laughs> that's how fucking, that's how uh, rushed this was tonight, even though I've had about five hours to uh, to start it out. But now it's the Fatback 4. We're back for the running. Um, well, we think we're back for the running. We're gonna have a go with this tonight for a half an hour or so, and then we'll um, we we'll see how it goes week on week. Uh, you can see there, Dicko, Re- Dicko's with me. Uh, Grizz is with me. Um, I'm Gav. Um, I'm not well, really, really, really not well. But I'll, I'll see how we get on. Um, Ray, um, five games to go. Let's get straight into this. I'm not fucking about. Uh, five mm. games to go. You don't. Um, you've you've wavered. Uh, one way and then the other over the past probably five or six weeks. How are you feeling yeah. now? Well, I think, you know, we've overcome two massive hurdles, haven't we, the last two weeks? So, um, I, I am starting to lean towards the, the, the optimistic side of things now. Um, I, I, I still have this niggling doubt fundamentally because of my sort of not being able to waver from the fact that we didn't get enough points from those head-to-heads with City, and, and, and ultimately I think that might just mean we come up short, but like we've just given ourselves such a big chance now. I mean, for me, Chelsea, if we can beat Chelsea and we can beat Chelsea um, kind of convincingly and, and get away from these kind of hairy uh, finishes that we've had the last few weeks... Um, I, I can't see us. Um, I can't see us dropping any points in those last four games. So, um, look, City are on a roll, aren't they? They've won fourteen in a row. I think Grizz said earlier today um, in the WhatsApp group, and because that's the type of team we're up against, um, you know, we might come up short. But look, I, I, I'm I'm getting up. I'm getting very optimistic. We can do this. Yeah, I've said it from the start we're doing it. Um I haven't <laughs> haven't wavered whatsoever. Um the only way I'm going to be off is that I had us down for three defeats and five draws and it's actually going to be one defeat and seven draws. That's the only way I got it wrong and I think I'm allowed to that. Um Grizz, you you um you clearly think we don't win the league. Um although it took me about six weeks hold on, whoa there. Um, although it took me about six weeks to get it out of you on Twitter, you finally admitted last week that you think we don't win the league. Um, do you still feel that way? 
can I give it some context? Of course you can. Very, if, you, if you think you have a very, context, I'd knock you off. That was, very unfair, that was very unfair the way you put that. No, it's exactly look, what happens. Would you like me to go into it in more detail? No, you don't need to. No, okay. But the point is, and the facts are, that look, at the start of the season, in our very first pod, we all gave our predictions. And I said, we will be very close to City. We will give, a, we will give them a run for their money. And we will get to the last stages of the Champions League final. Now, at this stage, with five five games to go, five games to go, we are in a fantastic position, and exactly where I thought. I think we're a point or two above where I thought we we're going to be. But that's credit to this amazing team. Gav, I've said the same thing to you. I said to you, if we come out of Chelsea. Southampton and Spurs, these three games with three wins, then I think we become favourites. All I'm saying is, in my mind, in my opinion, City are still favourites. Just. But if we can beat Chelsea, as Ray said, Sunday is absolutely fucking huge. It's massive. It really is. Then taking everything into consideration, the, the fixture congestion, their games, etc., etc., I think we become slight faves, and that's when it really, really starts to stress us out. Okay. Um, if we win on Sunday, the, it's going to go off the fucking charts. Um, I think mm. it goes off the charts more than 13, 14. Um, I genuinely believe that. I think if, if we win on, against Chelsea next Sunday, and we're left with four games to go, which are Huddersfield, Newcastle, Cardiff, and Wolves, um, I think this goes completely... like. Not even welcoming buses. I'd say to be crowds just welcoming the standard bus going down, like you know, the Anfield Road, just a normal bus that picks up people going to walk. The people standing at the at the at the things there, just flares going off and all. Bottles of copper bear getting hopped off the bus just to, just to get in, get ready, you know, for the last two home games. Um, I think it'll go absolutely off the off the charts. But li- just let's um let's annoy Phil for the show tomorrow night. Don't forget to watch that. Um and and listen. But let's go back a bit. Um. Friday, Friday night. I love Friday night football. By the way, uh, big oh. big fan of it. Um, but Friday night, Ray, um, not the best performance mm, overall. I thought Southampton were quite good. I thought we were poor for the first thirty minutes. Anyway, but another one where questions were asked of us, Ray, and we 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 had the answers. Yeah, I think. Um I, I, well, we just didn't get off the bus or the train or the plane, whichever way we got down there on Friday. We just we oh. we, we just didn't come out. <laughs> the boat. We just didn't come the boat. out. The boat. The boat around. Couldn't, the couldn't coast, dock yeah, the boat. Mad winds. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just um, it was just it, it was the, the worst sort of um, the, the worst first half an hour we put into any game this season um, and. You know, we, we couldn't have really had too many complaints about being 1-0 down. Um, Southampton, you could, you, you know, there was a lot of talk before the game about Southampton's form, um, and what they'd done under the new manager and, and that they were kind of, you know, based on that form, they were a top 10 side and not a bottom 10 side and all this sort of stuff. And I, and I think they played, you know, with a lot of freedom, a lot of intensity 
ultimately, I think the intensity of, of, of that first half catches up with them later in the game. But, um, look, we were, we were at sixes and sevens. Um, we, we, we are now starting to concede pretty, you know, we've conceded in, in a lot of games consecutive. The clean sheets have kind of dried up. But the great thing about this side is they, they, they find a way of answering those problems and not letting that go on to be conceding twos and threes like we've seen in, in years gone by. And ultimately, you know, by, by, by stemming that kind of onslaught, that early onslaught, we get ourselves back into the game. Um, and then in the second half with the substitution, which I'm sure you'll come on to, um, it's not great for the heart. It's not great for, for, for our, you know, for our stress levels. But, but we get, like, we get the winner again. Um, we get the winner, you know, the winner and, and the, and the additional insurance goal in the last 10 minutes and, and, and everything's great. The third one was my favourite goal in Liverpool FC history. Just as simple as that. Um, it was my favourite goal ever. Um, it just, my favourite goal before that was Suarez against Norwich or Anfield when he starts juggling over Leo Fair's head, uh, for the laugh. But that one at Henderson was just, the best ever in their history. I caught it on Twitter there, seeing I didn't notice it at all on the night. Um, and I watched, I managed to watch the goals over a few times, but Bobby's celebration for the assist that's, just standing there. Because he knows it's the best the goal ground. in our history. That's what he's done. <laughs> um, but now, look, Grizz, um, I want to just touch on the lineup as well. Uh, people were over the moon that Kate started with Ronaldo and um, Fabino. I'm a big fan of Kate. I've defended him all season. You know, this happens to players. No matter whether you're 5, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 million, it doesn't matter. It can happen to anyone. Um, I think the language thing is a massive thing overall. But for you, Grizz, are we relying on this player a bit too much? Because, let's be honest, we're ecstatic over a player that's done very, very little for us. Um, this season was it just his style of play that people wanted to see you know his perceived style that people were happy with going into that game oh for that game I thought you meant overall for the no, rest no, of no, the season just for, for that game for that game it was a shock conclusion let's not beat around the bush uh, it was a shock conclusion in terms of the timing in terms of where we are in the season such a crucial game away from home I think the interesting thing is, and what we will never know the answer to, or I'll have to make a couple of phone calls to get the answer to, is if Klopp, is if Klopp was really... Just, just, it, it, just eat won't tell you the answer to this, go on. <laughs> is, is if Lalana was fit, would he, would he have started ahead of him? Because it seems it was part of Klopp's game plan to play a more attacking third centre midfielder as opposed to the to the to the hard working um, Brexit midfield, etc. etc. So so it's interesting because Lalana had actually got ahead of Navigator. Um, some people won't want to accept that or believe that, but in the last few weeks Lalana was sort of ahead of him in terms of being selected for the squad and even getting a game here and there. But with and his then, injury and, and then remember that Oh, I'm due a, a slight issue. I'll, I'll lash it in now. Because that's all he's thinking yeah, about. Exactly. So just one before, 
there's Lalana, just like a new signing. Lalana does a Lalana, and he gets injured again for the rest of the season, probably. Lovren um, was back though from his 14 week twinge, so that was yeah, that was decent. Exactly, but Nabi's Nabi's selection was brave. I mean, that's the best way I can describe it. It was very brave from Klopp because I knew Southampton away, and I was telling you guys all week. Everyone was saying we're going to walk all over Southampton. I said, oh no, we're fucking not. Because they're going to be absolutely fired up. First, it's the Friday night effect. Everyone thinks, you know, they're at the movies. Did you see what the music? What music was they playing? Gab, you into What was that? What was that noise they were playing? You know, I'm an old man. I don't know this music. No, all right, you don't know either. I don't watch. Um, I don't watch pre-match and post-match stuff anymore. So I literally turn it off as the game turn around. Yeah, it's 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 far better for the nerves. It's far far better for the nerves. They 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 were pumped up for it, and so I just think they're a better team knew, than people think. And I knew and I knew that midfield was going to be an absolute firebed. It was going to be sort of just everything was going to be congested. It was congested, fast, energetic, frenetic. You know, and say what you want about Nabi Keita in terms of on the ball, he's he's a magician on the ball and. I know he will be a success at Liverpool, but he's not. Even his ardent def- uh, most ardent defenders will say he's not up to speed with the other aspects of the game. And lo and behold, for that first thirty minutes, him along with every single LFC player, was shit. There's no other way of saying, you know, dressing up. They were shit for that first minute, and it was almost. Um, Shocked to see that Southampton wanted it or seemed to want it more than us. But um, eventually we got through, as we come to. Eventually we calmed down. You know, Naby did get a foothold in that second half, and there are glimpses. And he could be, and I'll say he could be a wild card going into this final furlong. Right. Um, this is what I think with regards to to lineups and, and selections and stuff. We're all in for the league. Um, well, most Liverpool fans are all in for the league. I think Klopp is trying to juggle this squad and go for both and right. put himself in the yeah. best position possible for both. And I don't think he's looking to jeopardise either of them. I think he's looking to take small little risks and hope, not hope, I think he's take, trying to take as many calculated risks as he can to A, keep them fresh, league game on league game, but B, be able to keep Players that would be not on, I wouldn't say on the fringes because you're on the fringes, you're out a la storage, but players that are just around the edge of that 11, 11 rather than being on the edge of the squad, you know what I mean? Uh, I, think yeah. I think he's trying to take these calculated risks to get him through league games and also keep enough of this squad ready to go for the likes of Porto and stuff. Would you agree or do you think he's just he's going with, you know, uh, he's trained brilliantly all week? Like that line is a complete not a lot of bollocks. You know what I mean? Like if Firmino turns up this week and decides he's just going to do keepy uppies in the corner, yeah, Mel Melwood, you know, with his back to the team for the week, he's still playing on Sunday. You know what I mean? So, but do you think yeah. he's, do you think he's taking these risks because well, we're all in on the league and the Champions League is a bit over there and we'll deal with when it gets here. He's thinking I can do both. Yeah, I mean, not only he's thinking, you know, he can do both. I think he's thinking, you know, the league. We're not, we're not we don't control our own destiny in the league. Um, some people think we might because there's a, some people think there's inevitability about City at least dropping two points. 
Uh, and in that scenario, we do control our own destiny. But he's he's weighing up the opportunity to win a trophy, basically. I mean, we got to the Champions League final last year, so he's probably thinking, why can't we do it again? Uh, you can argue that the competition is weaker at this stage than it was last year, and we made it to the final. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, if we only would have had those six league games left, including the Southampton one, then then quite possibly he would have been looking to manage maybe thirteen players, say. Um, but but now I think he realises he he has to probably manage a couple extra on top of that. So maybe a rotation of about fifteen players between sort of now and the end of the season, if you include what he hopes. Are four Champions League games as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, if it was just a league, he probably could have put Cater to one side and just brought him on for little cameo appearances and just left that, that work to pre-season and, 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 and looking for him to kick on next year when he's fully acclimatized. But he has to include, um, Cater. He may, he may have to, um, include Lalana at, at certain stages within those, say, four games that we've got maybe for a Huddersfield at home. Um, he's got to keep Origi getting some minutes under his belt. Um, and obviously he's got, he's got, we don't know where Shakiri's going to be at as well. You know, Shakiri, you know, for me, if Shakiri was available, fit and the beam, getting some minutes, you know, he'd be a starter for me. Against Porto potentially, so yeah, he, he's he's got to he's got to try and still manage and rotate um, to a certain extent, even though we are very close to the end of the season. Yeah, I, he does, uh, but, but like that's what I'm trying to say. I, I think he's looking at it and he's trying to find his he's trying to find the route through both of his competitions because I think he believes he can win both. Um, Grizz, coming back to you and the second half of the game. A lot was made of the a lot was made of the changes that we made. Um, Henderson and Milner come on and both have really good games. Trent for me has struggled. I think he struggled. I thought he was abysmal away to Fulham for Ireland's sake. Um, abysmal, you know. Um, in the game since, mm, all right, but I, I just think I don't know whether the pressure's getting to him, Chris. I don't know whether the pressure's getting to him. He looks a bit uneasy, he looks a bit uncertain in his passing, he looks a bit hesitant when he's pressing players or going to tackle. I don't know what it is, it could be he just needs an arm around him and told, look, just keep playing your game. Every game is massive, but just keep playing them. Um, but Milner coming on there was a good thing. Henderson comes on and has a really good game, scores the best goal in our history, as we've already discussed. But I want to, I want to, touch, on, I want to touch on Salah, because... Everything was made of this guy. Um, a games were out a goal, I think it was. He, you know, people, you know, this one season won that bullshit, you know. Um, but it, it was just, if he was going to score a goal, it was going to be something very instinctive, you know, where it just falls and he smashes it. Or it was one where he gets to run 50 yards, and it turns out the one where he gets to run 50 yards is the one he wants. And he says after the game, he's asked by, I think it's Gary Neville or Jamie Carragher, did you ever think of passing it? And he said, no, not at all. It just shows this guy is not short on confidence. It just, it was just that small percentage off. And I'm absolutely delighted with that because I think this could be him just clicking now and going for it. But a massive, massive goal from Chris. Yeah, massive, massive. As he says, um, you know, do we really believe him as he says, massive for Liverpool mainly? But also massive for him. I mean, he needed that 
he also needed the the semi the semi goal or semi assist against Spurs. Um, I think I think a fit a back to form Salah could be absolute dynamite for the last few games. Um, he could be sensational. I'm I'm really hoping it is. I did think the two week break that he didn't go away in international duty would do him good. It does look like it because he's come back sort of playing much better. A lot of people were crit- critical of his performance against um, uh, Spurs as well, and, and even against Southampton. I mean, Southampton was tough to sort of to praise anyone really in that first 45 or so. But look, what are big players there for? What are your best players there for? You keep them in the pitch in the hope they pull something out, you know, out of the bag. And look, lo and behold. He did. Um, I thought. I thought it was a fantastic goal. I thought you talk about confidence. The, the fact that Bobby actually caught up to him, and the fact that instead of Salah driving at the goal centrally, right, where I knew he's no way passing was he actually started veering towards Bobby. So instead of the pass going towards, he cut. He narrowed down the angle, so there was no way he was trying. He was sort of looking to play Bobby in at any stage. Kudos to Bobby for making that effort and a lung bursting run, but as soon as he sort of drifted towards the left, like towards Bobby, I knew he was going to sort of pop it into the other corner. It was very reminiscent of all, a lot of his finishes from last season where we think he's, where you think he's scuffed that or he's not hit that cleanly, but it's actually a very, very, very good finish and it's almost like sort of he hits it just a second, half a second before the keeper can set himself. And it, also, it actually looks like the, the goalkeeper should have been positioned better, but it's the way he sort of almost, again, like last season, Messi-esque, hit it sort of half no, a keep, second the earlier. Keep, the keeper thinks he is putting in Firmino, and he thinks that I have to get across yeah, a little bit. Well, this this point. Yeah, he kind of just sort of, yeah, the keeper drifts to his right as well, yeah. And then he just surprises him with a, with a sort of, you know, finishing to the, the opposite corner. Gav, you know, what, what can we say? Salah, that's, you know... You know, kudos again to Mane for that tackle. You look back and you think, wow, what a block tackle that was from our flying winger. It just shows you what, you know, what it means to every single player, the effort he put into that. He was on the edge of our box. You know, not many. Does Henderson get the assist? Henderson. Yeah, he does. A little, little nod through. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Golden assist off the bench. Henderson's head pass is better than a lot of people's, you know, pass with their feet. It was very, Cleverly guiding into sort of Salah's path and off he went. It was emotional, Gaff. I was. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. It made me emotional that finish that goal. I think that's a massive turning point in the season. I'm still mm. not a believer, but it's a massive turning point. It nearly had me going there. Yeah, you just have your bl- <laughs> You must just have your blanket over your shoulder as opposed to completely oh, over you. Um, but no, I thought we'd blown it. <laughs> oh yeah, you thought the, sure you thought the season was over when Fulham equalised. Um, but uh, Ray, you know, look, I'm, I'm all joking aside. Henderson makes a three-one and puts it to bed, and and the Liverpool end has gone off, and it's it's, it's happy mm-hmm. days, and they're having a great time about it. Um, yeah. Just looking forward to the next five, though. Um, you've got Chelsea at home. You've, I think it's a Cardiff away. Cardiff then. Huddersfield yeah. at home. Newcastle away. Yeah. Wolves at home. Yeah, I said before the Spurs game there was seven left before Spurs, wasn't it? And I said six wins and a draw. Now after the Spurs win, I said five wins and a draw, and now I'm down mm. to five. And I've, 
I'm I'm not doing four wins and a draw. I think we need the five wins. Um, yeah, me too. Uh, because I, I did think City might if we get if we get if we got ninety five, I think City could get ninety eight. I did think they might lose and draw one, but now I'm thinking they might only lose one or draw one. Or draw so one. So we need yeah. ninety seven. Um, yeah, I, you're agreeing with me, and I think you're going to agree yeah. that five is needed. You're right. I think so. Yeah, I think um, the Chelsea game's massive because, like, the, you know, the, na- the narrative around it and what happened in thirteen, fourteen. And, and look, and you know, Lord knows how many times we'll get shown, Sky will be showing that, uh, clip of, um, Gerard slipping and, and Denver Bar putting it in and, mm. and, you know, it, it, that, that's the scene Sorry, that I will be set. Trying to take a corner. <laughs> uh, we'll all remember that, but Sky will be showing the one thing and one thing only. And, um, if we, look, if we can, if we can overcome that, you know, the kind of, the mental, Kind of barrier, I guess, because I think as Liverpool fans, we've we've seen this fixture coming a mile off. I I personally have, um, and I think for a lot of us, it will it it will kind of get the monkey off the back to a certain extent. And and if you look at those four games to end the season, you, you couldn't really have asked for 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 much kind of fixtures. I can see City dropping points in one game. I think running the gauntlet of you know, now Palace, um, three games against Spurs, United. I, I just, I find it hard to believe that they'll get through all of that unscathed and they, they haven't been challenged very much in any of those 14 games that they've won. I mean, I think Swansea was the biggest scare they've had and they're generally out of sight. I mean, they're scoring in, with, you know, in the first 10 minutes every game now. It's getting ridiculous. It's getting ridiculous. Yeah, I think that. So, that, but they're putting everything they can into those first twenty, right? Because they are. I they don't. Are. I think. I genuinely think they have a feeling that if they get into a running battle from sixty-five, seventy onwards, they could be in yeah. trouble. I, I genuinely yeah. believe that. Um, that's and that's what and that's that's what I think we will get. We will get a scenario of in one at least one game. I'm not confident it, it happens twice, and. Um, so as a result, I think we do have to win all all five games if we if we're going to win the league. Um, interestingly, we've got we've got another Friday night game, which is the Huddersfield game mm. at home. So um, I wonder if I can't see the club agreeing to the plastic flags and the uh, and the um, mad music on a, on a Friday night at Anfield. I think we can create our own atmosphere. Yeah, it's safe to say. What is, whoever makes those plastic flags must be fucking laughing. My <laughs> like Spurs opened an absolutely outstanding stadium there during the week, and the first thing you yeah. see is plastic fucking flags. And I'm like, lads, why don't you? T- why didn't they just say to the club or the fans every fucking banner you have from all over the years, bring them down. We'll make yeah. room for them. I, I just I couldn't get over that. I really couldn't get over the plastic flags. But look, I agree. For I I think we need to win the five. Although oh, I, I, I something about it tells me ninety five does it. I really, and I think it might come down to the fact that City have Spurs at home and United away in the space of four days. If they trip against Spurs, they could fall flat on their face against United. You know, well, you I mean? need to, you know, if we're going to draw a game, you need City to 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 have, you know, two results where they're not mm. winning, and yeah. you know, out of two out of six now, it just, I don't know, it, it feels like a big ask. Yeah, for but them to drop I, the I watched I watched City in two thousand twelve. The eight points was behind the six games to go and won it. 
You know, that kind of yeah. way. So anything can happen. And that was a, yeah. that was a decent United I did, side. I, I did think, you know, I did get the impression that they put a lot into that semi-final against Brighton as well. I, I watched the second half and, you know, I, I, I thought they looked a bit, I think they looked, I thought they looked a bit tired and now they've got to go and play Tottenham and, and, and then Palace and then, you know, Tottenham again. And I like it, 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 it's a big ask. Do you know what I think? It's, 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 look, it's, it's, it's five games of just pure insanity left, right? In terms of pressure and where we're at. What I'm waiting for, and it's got to happen, it's got to happen, Ray, is we have to, we have to have a game where we control it from the start to end and not rely on our energy and sort of mental pressure and go through the middle. And City yeah. have got to fall behind in a game because I think that's when we will really see what City are made of. Because, yeah. like Gab says, I think they're going out to sort of get an early, uh, girly, an early goal or two. The girly and goal. Give it a goal. <laughs> I don't mind anyone scoring a girly, girly goal against them. Yeah, exactly. But do you know what I mean? But then they've got the midfield, haven't they, to control proceedings. And that's the crucial thing for them. They've got players in there sort of that just can sort of keep the ball all day and night. Where the, the interesting part will become is if they go to go behind. And have they got, you know, they've shown it in the past, but, 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 but a couple of times this season we've seen, they quite they, they they kind of panic and they haven't got sort of maybe the same level of mental strength that us us will have because we've shown it how many times have we fucking shown it of of coming back from behind again and again and again have mm. City got that and this will be crucial and, I think they do have know, it. I think both sides have it I think they both mm. have it it's, it's literally going well, to be if a City haven't shown that Gav this season I yes we know how brilliant they are. But the couple of times they've gone behind, Ala Leicester and Palace, you know they have or, or Chelsea, you know they didn't, they didn't, they didn't have the, the fight, the desire, even the skill to get back into it and win from losing positions, which we have had. Surely that's got to sort of catch up and play a part in the, in the, in the final few games for them. Uh, it, it may do. Or, you see, I had it in my head that that, that they played sports in the Champions League then in the league and then in the Champions League again I don't know why I got that into my head but I had it in my head and I was thinking I was trying to work out what the best sort of first leg result was that may ride on the league and then again onto the Champions League but then it turns out I'm fucking completely wrong they, they, they played each other in the Champions League and in the league after which throws it around a bit but I, I don't know. I think that it's the volume of games and the amount of days that that, that they're in mm. may do something yeah. more than more than the actual occasion or the or the you know the sports thing and stuff like that. But like it, like Arsenal are beaten today. I think that's that's good for us, believe it or not. Because yeah. It puts all those teams still with five games to go each, still not sure what's happening. So no, judging on the way the results it, it are going to go. It, 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 come on, right? Yeah, it's the thing is, it's um, like I've been watching games kind of, you know, the last couple of weeks, kind of thinking about how it would potentially impact, especially United and, and Spurs in terms of those games against City, and I, and I think it's playing out perfectly in terms of how we would want those teams to be motivated to go um, and get three points, get, at least get a point against City because it is so tight and two teams. 
are going to have to miss out at the end of it. And it could be Spurs, it could be United, one of being one of those two teams. So they've really, like, they've really got to put everything into, you know, they've got, they've got, especially United, they've got to set to one side this rivalry with Liverpool. Ray, they've got to, Ray, they cannot afford to be at the Champions League. Well, you see, no. two, is it, will that be two seasons in a row? No. No, no, but the previous year they were. The yeah, yeah, yeah. So two yeah. out of three seasons will be yeah. a disaster for sort of, you know, in terms of their profile, wages, etc., etc. Spurs, right? This flashy new stadium. They're all, you, know. you see, Grace, they're all, they're, they all have issues because, yeah, it's like you were saying there, sports need it for Champions League, right? You have, you have Chelsea who have possibly have a transfer ban, do have a transfer ban, am I right? Yeah, yeah, they do, yeah. they've been dealt with, the, 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 the 17 investigations into Man City are gone away and will go away. <laughs> Till the season, I'm convinced. I'm convinced to get a one one window ban that will start on the 24th of January or the 24th Look, of December. But we, but no, sorry, Grizz. Just before you jump in, you've Arsenal that need to get back in there for your man to have a proper impact on them. You know what I mean? And then and then you've United who've given a job to Solskjaer. And listen, I don't care how good he was off the fucking bench, right? But Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is not the sort of manager that is going to attract the biggest players in the world. It's as simple as that, right? Money may do, but they will need mm. Champions mm. League to throw behind the money because, you know, people, some people, some players probably look at him and go, he could be another Moyes, and look what happened there, look what happened to certain players assigned by him and stuff like that. So the four of them with five games to go, judging by the way results usually go, it probably will come down to the last day of the season. So everyone has to stay honest. Yeah. United, at the end of the day, United players are not going to go out and lose to Man City to stop Liverpool winning the title because at the end of the day, their contracts, their bonuses and their own personal way of, you know, goals in life are affected if they go out and do that. It's as simple as that. Just, Grizz, who do you think finishes top four? Apparently Liverpool, City, obviously, but who else, who are the last two in there? Oh, that's a fucking tough question. That's yeah. a magnificent um, question. I'm thinking about it all day. I, I I need to look at the, the you know I've obviously I've only been concentrating on ours and City's fixtures, so I'm not quite sure of the run-ins. I don't think, and I said it again at the start of the pod, the start of the season, the first pod. I don't think Chelsea make it, and I don't think Arsenal make it. So you're, pick, uh, you're picking United Sports, huh? You're picking United and Spurs. Then. I think I think United and Spurs make it. Yeah. Okay. Ray for you. Um, I, I, I think Spurs. I think Spurs have kind of got the mojo back a little bit now. I think with the new stadium, you know, I think they were they were they were they were good against us, and and they were unfortunate not to get a point. And um, you they know, were. they were they were they were pretty impressive against Palace the other night. So I think Spurs. Um, I think Spurs will make it, and I I, I think I think United will need to be. City to do it, but I think they can beat City. So I'm going to say United just um, because of Arsenal dropping those points today. Even though Arsenal have got a fairly straightforward run in, they're always liable yeah, to but throw part, in. Part of that run in was Everton. That's yeah, part of that handy yeah. run in was Everton. That's genuine. That's no slight on Everton. They seen yeah. it as a handy last six. I don't. You know, so and that's typical Arsenal for you. So and they will see themselves having a. 
a backdoor opportunity by winning the Europa League as well, as do Chelsea as well, by the way. So, See, that's know, another thing about Chelsea this season. You know, they play West Ham away tomorrow. Yeah. No, yeah. At, I beg your pardon. At, yeah, yeah. No, they're away, they're, they're away on Monday night. They're away to West Ham, all right. So it's not much of a journey, but it's still away. No, I'm sure they're home tomorrow, Kev. I'll have a look now. I thought they were away. Yeah, I think your point yeah. is they've... they've Sorry, they've, they are they've, home. We've, yeah, and then they've got to play Thursday, haven't they? Thursday away in, yeah. in the Europa League. Who have they got in the Europa? Slava- Slavia Prague. Slavia right. Okay. So, and then they've got us on the Sunday. So, yeah. they'll be more stretched than we are. We've got a home tie against Porto on the Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. Yeah. So, look, these kind of things, we've, we've got to look at every aspect, every angle. But you see, the thing is, it's not only the, the travel. That's involved, right? Chelsea play West Ham. Say for our sake, they win. The massive thing is the result away in Slavia Prague. If they go away to Slavia Prague and for argument's sake they're two nil down, right? Yeah. Or one nil down, or three one down, or two two, or any anything that leaves her in the balance a bit, right? They have to come to Anfield. Now they're playing towards the night. So you're probably looking at them getting back middle of the night. You know, close yeah, to Friday, Friday morning. Yeah. They won't train Friday. They may do something Saturday, then they have to travel to Liverpool Sunday. But the massive thing is, if they have something in the back of their head around Slavia Prague the following Thursday, yeah, which is four days after Anfield, what did he yeah. do? Did he rest players and say, now hold on, we, we, we need to get this Europa League, could be our, our way out, you know what I mean? This could be our, our, yeah. our fallback option. Sa- Sarri ain't resting on his laurels in Europe. He's going to pick his strongest... European managers do that. Mm-hmm. They 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 have a different outlook on sort of European competitions. Um, and Sarri's going to want to win, you know, a, a trophy and mm-hmm. before he sort of gets sacked in the summer. That's but quite and, and, and and Europa and Europa, you know, will be no sorry is his best chance, obviously his only chance. So they're going to go all out in Europa, um, you know. So I think these kind of things will will take effect. But, you know, we've been talking about the opposition, but it's simple as that. I really think now, and I'm agreeing with you now, and, and this is to be very careful before you start taking the piss out of me, if we win five, if we win our five games, league games, we win it. We simply win it. Do we don't need to worry about anything else than anyone else. Do you believe we win the five? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just delighted you have this all on there. All on tape. Um, 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 but look, now look before we finish up, um, do you have any news for me? Um, listen, we want to concentrate on the title running. We don't want to concentrate on the title. We've got way too many things. Eh? It's not what I asked you. Any news? Yeah, I've got news for you. Come on, what is it? So we've got um, someone very reliable uh, and close to sort of. Uh, is it you are. Is a math. <laughs> but uh, now, nah, just a, just a, just a few yeah. tidbits. Um, we've, you know, we've just been told off the cuff that we've got firm interest in uh, Memphis Depay, and uh, and De, how do you pronounce his name? Delit, the the Barca centre, uh, the Barca bound centre back. Yeah, <laughs> we've got we've got we've got interest in the Barca bounce. He's, he's been back, he's being spotted in Barcelona airport, but we've definitely friends. <laughs> yeah. But we've got yeah, but we've got, yeah. 
Now, we're in for a delay and uh, Memphis the Pie. Just a few tidbits. Memphis the uh, Pie? You sure it was Memphis the Pie and it wasn't meat and potato pie that you right. had? There, 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 there would have been a possibility a few weeks ago, but since my time, <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely Memphis the Pie. It's definitely Memphis the Pie. All right. But we, we talk about it in the summer. Uh, but your main crucial exclusive breaking news. Yeah. Right? This is a serious one now. Not a lot of people know this. But um, at the end of the season or the start of the next season, in the summer, you'll, uh, it will come out that uh, Jurgen Klopp, our amazing manager, has uh, signed a three-year extension to his deal. Really? Mm. When did he do that? Uh, I believe it was last uh, Tuesday night. And I believe the children are the future. Right. Um, <laughs> lads, we're out of here. Um, I've had enough. I've had enough. I'm not well. Um uh, Chris, don't ever say tidbits to me again, will you? Um, it's, like like I thought you were going to announce a big kit deal. Uh, there was what, there was what a for, comment there on the Chris? chat box for looking Chris? for a kit deal. What? Is there, is there, no, nothing on the kit deal at the moment. Genuinely, is anybody watching this on um, Periscope? Is there, is, there, is there messages coming through on Periscope? Yeah, there was, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't see any of them. The ones showing up on mine. Anyway, that's why I didn't mention anyone tonight. I'm really sorry. Um, if uh, yeah, some of the usual suspects were in mm, Kevo no, Sullivan, yeah, yeah. Kevo Sullivan, and does um does nothing showing up on my screen, so I don't know what happened there. So I apologise if I didn't read out your uh, comment. Um, what can I do? I'm not well. It's not my fault. Um, but look, Liverpool are winning the league. Um, don't be minding fucking Grizz. Um, uh, we're definitely winning it. We're winning the five games. We're winning the European Cup. Um, we're beating Juventus in the final of that. Um, I've decided that just during the week. I decided that um, because I reckon we owe Ronaldo one. Um, and then Ray Jean can stick her up as well as well while he's at it. Yeah. So um, that's why I've decided on that. But look, that's been uh, the fatback four. There's only been three of us, but um, we do the walk of four, apparently. Um, yeah, we're going to be back. Uh, the lads are back tomorrow night with the club. That's... Um, That'll be recorded. I'm not too sure if that's going to go out live, but it will be an audio download to come out tomorrow evening, 100%. Whether there's a live piece to what I'm not too sure. I haven't asked Phil. Um, we're going to try... The, the cop table will be back with you on more than likely Thursday night. That'll be out for you to download. As soon as I get it, I'll, I'll edit and throw it out for you. Um, their pods are really good at the minute. Um, we'll be back next Sunday. We're trying to sort out Matt. We're trying to see where Ian is. Um, we're trying to find out where, any, where any, all the lads are. Um, but um, no, we we'll, def- we'll know where Liverpool are as well after that Sunday. We'll know where we are. Yeah, well, that's how it works usually. What happens is, Chris, they play the game and they, they, they administer points to teams whether they've scored more or less or the same amount of goals, and then they put that amount of points onto the league table. They add it up, and then you know where you are. That's how it works. Great point. I know, yeah. Well, mate. Right, that's us. That's it. Good luck. Over now. Bye bye. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wines and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.